0: This Xfinity Series Driver Changes edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at gametime.co and use promo code CFB. BX for $20 off gametime.co promo code CFBX Driver start your engine out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh in- improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things.
1: Now here
0: are your hosts Rod Villa Gomez and Cody Zeb. Because talking racing things is what we are here to do. It is of course the NASCAR gambling podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeb. I'm Rod Villa Gomez we uh, talked yesterday about the fact that there was a ton of silly season news to talk about. We always, you know, we talk about that as we get down to the end of the season. We're always talking about, oh, yeah, there's definitely going to be a ton of silly season news. Well, that has definitely smacked us in the face over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, last week we were talking about some uh, the actual odds that were out. Books have slowed down on that. So, we're going to turn to some of that silly season news. And uh, yesterday, we gave you a heaping dose of the truck series moves and all the new drivers in new rides there. Today, we will turn our attention to the Xfinity series, where there is equally uh, the same amount of craziness that is, has uh, jockeyed around and, and jostled drivers here and there. So, we're going to talk about that. And, of course, we're going to put a little spin on it as far as how that's going to affect the gambling aspect of it, futures, as far as win totals championship totals uh obviously the books aren't giving them to us yet which by the way please do so but uh yeah we'll, we'll make sure we tie it in to something relevant right cody
1: yeah exactly uh, So we're we're slowly waiting on the books here we only got i think it's 45 days until the clash of the coliseum now uh which means oh, the season is right around the corner it's a month and a half it's that is nothing we're almost there um so yeah again Give us give us some books. So give, give us some odds books, please. You've been doing a good job. We got a ton of stuff on the Cup side. We've talked about everything that's out. Now we need Xfinity. Now we need trucks. But at least we can catch up on this. Again, get kind of reacquainted with where everybody's going to be because it's much like the truck series, the truck and Xfinity series. There's a lot of turnover every year. A lot of moving and shaking. A lot of changing. You guys that are moving up to the Xfinity or to the Cup series. Get people moving up from the truck series. We're going to talk about. Uh, a few, quite a few drivers this season have shifted from, you know, RCR to JGR or or this team to that team or whatever it may be. So a lot of changes to talk about and, and big name drivers are gone, right? John Arnimechuk won a ton of races last season and he'll still be racing part time. So we'll talk about that for sure. But he's going to be in the Cup Series. You have guys like Eric Camarola that are going to be running a, a good chunk of the season that's going to be different this year. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's big rides that have changed names. And, uh, and big drivers swapping all over the place. So a lot, lot, to talk about, a lot to cover and let's face it, that's going to affect how we bet this season because it's, it makes things much different than, than they were before. So, uh, yeah, it, it definitely shapes the, the landscape of how our season will look, who we'll be talking about, how we'll be talking about them. So I'm ready to jump in.
0: I am ready to jump in too. my letter to Santa is already, uh, sent off. I sent it off yesterday and I said, dear Santa. Want more odds for truck and Xfinity. That's that's my only wish, outside of world peace. But that that letter got kind of muffled out. Uh, now all I want are odds.
1: That letter seems to get lost every year. I guess Santa does not that powerful, but uh, hopefully he can give us the odds
0: at least, because that w- that would be next best thing. <laughs> Indeed. Um. All right. Well, I mean, I guess what better way to do it than just jump right in to what we're expecting. Uh, No change in the double zero. The reigning champion, Cole Custer, will return in the double zero. So that's good news for them. Uh, The first major change comes in that two car. Sheldon Creed no longer a driver of that number two car. And I'm sure their team, uh, RCR, is not very uh, heartbroken to see the number two uh, (laughs) departed by Sheldon Creed.
1: Uh, I'd say not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, no. So taking his place, though. Another young up-and-comer, Jesse Love, is going to be full-time in that number two car. This is a pretty exciting move for both uh, both uh, parties of this team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This was kind of shocking because Jesse Love was a, a big Toyota driver, and you, you thought Toyota de- Racing Development would kind of try and keep him in the stable. Maybe he's going to get a Gibbs ride, then all of a sudden, boom, he's going over to the two car, going to switch to Chevrolet, going to go with RCR. Um, we saw last year... How many times did Sheldon get so close to winning races, wasn't quite able to to secure the deal, which we'll talk about him in a few, and I think that'll be different this season for him for sure. Um, but we know how strong RCR can be. You saw Sheldon and how well he ran throughout the season, and look what Austin Hill did. I mean, he had an outstanding season, won what five or six races, I think it was, um, and and was you know a front runner all season. Ended up not making the championship four after some some incidents late in the playoff, partially due with his teammate there at the time. Uh he obviously, as we know, not very sad to see Sheldon move on either. Um, but yeah, I think that Jesse Loves is one of these drivers that's that's you had to keep your eye on, right? He came up through Arca series, got a few starts here and there in the truck series, and and did really well in those starts for Tricon. Um, and so yeah, now jumping full time into this RCR car, I, I think he's gonna have a strong, solid season. Uh, is it gonna be to the level of an Austin Hill? Probably not, but he's extremely talented and we know this is a good car. So I expect him to be competing. Maybe he ends up getting a win. Maybe even two. I, I, will, I don't think it would be a crazy, far-fetched thing to see. But I, I think it'll be a strong season for that number two car.
0: Ugh! He was born January fourteenth, two thousand and five. That oh, I mean, yeah. not even, not even <laughs> close to twenty yet, right? I mean, this kid is still a kid. Uh, Menlo Park, California. So stones throw away from me. But hey, at
1: least the the number two car stays being a California driver, right?
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. He so. <laughs>
1: He can still be a Canadian via California.
0: My new, my well, Jesse Love is my uh, new favorite Canadian that's not a Canadian, that's from California driver in the I mean, two car.
1: Sheldon's not really going anywhere, so he could still be, but
0: <laughs> at least uh, it's still in the two I car. No, right? he <laughs> made himself an enemy. Uh but Jesse Love, ten wins in uh in the Arkham Menards or yeah, in the Arkham Menards. So ten of twenty. He won half of the races in yeah. the Arkham Menards series last year. Eighteen top <laughs> tens. All, it is
1: always tough to Determine how good they actually are because those JGR cars are just so good in the Arca series, but he still won them. I mean, and he looked very impressive doing it. So you, you definitely have to give him credit for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, three top 15s in the truck series. He uh, raced a gateway finished ninth Kansas 13th Phoenix. Uh, the last race of the season finished fourth. I mean, that was a pretty strong showing. By yeah. uh, by him all, and then in the 11 truck, was his, he started, and then two in that one truck. so Yeah, yeah, yeah. filled
1: in for Corey Haim on, on short notice when Haim was sick at Gateway there. Uh, and yeah, performed extremely well. We know how good that truck was, obviously, with Haim behind the wheel, but uh, Love was very impressive as well. So again, it's a small sample size. We haven't seen a ton of him, but he seems to be extremely talented, um, and he's been a guy we've been saying to keep your eye on to watch. I know Door Bumper Clear has had him on, and he's been a guy that they've talked about quite a few times. Um, and so, yeah, I think that he's he's definitely going to be one to watch this season. And if he wins a race or two, I, I really wouldn't be surprised by him.
0: Well, and that's my next question. Then, so if they give us a half a win, which I'm assuming that that's probably where the line would be set. I mean, where where are we even thinking that the lines? I mean, if I were if this were a half a win, I would probably I would probably put it at minus like plus one thirty five for over, and then maybe. Well, I don't know. Do we do some yeah, more to the over or what?
1: No, I think that's appropriate because it's definitely not a sure thing. He wins a race. Uh, I mean, Sheldon wasn't able to win one and, and we know how talented Sheldon is. And I think we're going to see in JGR equipment. I, it, there is still a difference in JGR, JRM, and then RCR is kind of that next tier down. I don't think that even with everything Austin Hill has accomplished, I don't think that they're at the level of the JGRs, the JRMs just yet. Um, which is just, yeah, that program has been around for like 100 years and has been at the top multiple times throughout the years, of course. But, um, yeah, I, I think if you're giving me plus money on the over, I, I might just go that way just for the plus money, but I, I I don't know. Again, I wouldn't be shocked if he wins a race or two by any means, but am I convinced he's going to win one?
0: Yeah, Maybe not. Certainly something we're going to be looking to in the top 10 markets for sure and maybe some groups and uh, possibly some head-to-heads depending on what they give us. So definitely keep an eye out for that two-car and Jesse Love for sure. Uh, All right, we got more drivers to talk about, but I want to talk to you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. You get NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Thursday night football happening tonight, uh, or it already happened. Maybe you can get in on your Sunday action as well. Pick all of your favorite ones. Check out that little chili. Gives you some spicy, spicy outcomes, a little bit of boost to your payouts. So watch along, make your picks, maybe cash a little bit over there on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, so as we continue down the list, the number four JD Motorsports Chevy will now be driven by Dawson Cram, wait, Cody. Dawson Cram, what?
1: Uh, okay, cool. I,
0: I, no, really, That's, though. Uh, is this I mean, something to Is this something to pay attention to? Is it? I don't know. Probably not. No. No, uh, no. Y- you wonder why they they make this move anyways in the first place. I mean, I,
1: I mean, it's likely a sponsored deal, although there's no sponsor listed on J Skis. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Dawson Cram is fine. Uh, that's about the extent of what I have to say about right. that. I mean, I, I don't know. It's this isn't really a great car. The driver is who it is. So, I, yeah, maybe we'll talk about him on super speedways. Maybe we won't.
0: Well, twelve twelve Xfinity Series starts, no top fives, no top tens. He's made thirty one truck series starts, including one last season. The same. One Arkham Menard series, nothing going on there to speak of. Uh, last season, nine starts for him. Uh, crashed out of Phoenix in the spring. Crashed out of Martinsville the following. Smattering of 30th place, 20th place finishes in this uh, various cars. The 74, the 07, the 74. Uh, yeah, just not, not a lot to, to write home about for Cram. So that's one that, while it's there... And if, if you guys know Cram, if you're one of Cram's family members, we have thoroughly covered him and what he brings to the table in that number four, JD Motorsports Chevy. So uh, let's move on to the five car. This one, again, another interesting move. Anthony Alfredo will bring dude wipes into that number five hour Motorsports Chevy. Um, you know, So Anthony Alfredo was one of those guys that we talked a lot about at the – just in random spots where we knew he was going to be around we knew he'd be a back marker for the most part nothing really to get too excited about does this does this change do anything different to our opinion of where anthony alfredo will run next season
1: uh no i mean it's still because he was with our last year right he was just in the 78 but i feel like that was still wasn't that an hour car um
0: in the, na- in, the in the Xfinity series, yeah, two yeah. top ten finishes last year in the BJ McLeod uh, 78 uh, car. Yeah.
1: So yeah, so he's coming. Uh, man, did he race for hour before? I don't know. I can't remember now because I feel like he did.
0: Uh, I'm trying to read this real quick. <laughs> it was a uh, Chris Hour. Yeah, in the in the 23 car in 2022, yeah. he raced. In okay,
1: that. that's what it was. Because yeah, I knew. I was like, I knew he was with the hour before. So. Yeah, I think that we saw um, we saw that our can be decent, right? Um, they've had some some okay runs before, um, and Alfredo I think is a good driver. He was a full time Cup Series driver a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, I think there's gonna be there's gonna be spots. You're gonna pick and choose some spots, but he might be nice for a juicy top five number or or throwing him in a in a matchup or a group here and there. Um, yeah, why he doesn't have some type of pasta, Olive Garden sponsorship, I don't know. Alfredo, come on. I mean, Fast Pasta is his nickname. But uh, Dude Wipes, they seem to love him. Wipe off the Alfredo sauce after you're done eating, I guess. That's <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, again, it's not, not going to be one of the top drivers all season. But he's definitely, at, at this point, he's starting to become a veteran that you can kind of rely on in, in certain situations on certain tracks. Um, and he'll definitely be a guy to look towards uh, here and there.
0: Yeah, so for the number five car in, uh, in 2023, <clears throat> it only took two races actually uh, last year. It was uh, Jake, uh, Jade Buford that drove in both of those. Uh, and, and it was Talladega and Daytona that the five car made a start in for Scott Brochetta. And that was the, uh, so now our car taking over that five charter and uh, Anthony Alfredo will be in that. Um, and look for Anthony Alfredo like you said it's it's a guy that it's a feel-good story he's got three wins in the Xfinity series 15 top fives in his career he does have a pole as well led 24 laps last year so you know not a terrible driver average finish of 24.1 started where he finished actually started at 24th finished in 24th fourth. Eight DNFS, two top tens one of those was Martinsville the other was at Daytona so yeah, and
1: like we talked about yesterday with Timmy Hill, like he's kind of one of those guys that in DFS you really want to target a guy like that because he's going to get you. He's going to finish where he starts, or he's going to get you decent finishes, get it to the end. And and again, there were some good runs last season where it's a, it is a BJ McLeod car, and you look at it and you're like, wow, he's he's actually running pretty decent in that in that car that you know is kind of underfunded equipment. So um, yeah, he is a good driver. So I, I think that again, it'll be a decent season for him. We'll, we talk about him all the time. Of course not, but uh, we'll talk about him enough, I think.
0: Indeed. Um, all right, so let's move over to one of the bigger names in the sport, obviously. Uh, the new driver of the eight car, dropping the one, and now just keeping the eight is Sammy Smith, moving over to take over for uh, that number eight team. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be pretty deadly, uh, I think, in my opinion, because we know how good Sammy Smith was in that 18 car now you put him in that eight. Josh Berry's leaving that one. I mean, we know that Josh Berry kind of drove that into the ground last season, and it wasn't necessarily his favorite. I It wasn't his favorite season in the sport. I don't think it was anybody's uh, favorite season that bet on him in the sport. But tell you what, you put Sammy Smith in there now and watch out for that eight car.
1: Yeah. I, I really wish you would have said it Gibbs because I, as you know, I was very big on the Gibbs Toyotas last year. I'm, I'm going to be big on them again this year. And, and I think Sammy's a talented driver. Again. The top two teams are, are the JGR cars, are the J M cars. These are the fastest cars out there. So yeah, I don't expect uh, I don't expect it to be like Brandon Jones, where you know he just completely dropped off uh, that season. You know, trans transferring from JGR over to JRM. Um, we, we know that JRM is a solid program. You saw what Sam Mayer put together at the end of the season it was great. Allgaier made a run with a chance at the championship there at the end. Barry had an, an okay season. Had his ups and downs for sure lot of other stuff going on filling in for cup guys all season with injuries uh and then you know the the transition to Ford and and the four car seemed like a bit of a distraction towards the end of the season but sammy smith the guy we've been talking about for years you know when he was running part-time for for jrm a couple of seasons ago he was a guy we highlighted multiple times talked about him a lot last season he did pick up a win early in the season at phoenix um and you know dominated that race i expect him to to have another solid season Uh, where would you set his win total might even be one and a half, right? Probably. Uh, I think that he is, he's that talented of a driver in that good of equipment. um, I wouldn't be shocked to see him go over that.
0: Well, and so he does have a win last season, 15 top uh, 10 finishes in that season as well last year. So, I mean, one and a half seems about right. And I, and I almost feel like possibly they could set it at two and a half, just given the fact that he Mm -hmm. is, I don't know, I don't know Well look at he 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 I finished feel like one
1: and a half, sorry. He only won one lens. See that's
0: well but okay, but, c- but here's the I thing I can't
1: remember he, it, and again, looking back at the Cups here, he's like they were so light on everybody's
0: win. Like they went so small on everything. Yeah. But here's the thing. So he ended the season with two straight poles. He he finished third at Martinsville, ninth at Phoenix. He finished third in Texas. You know, the guy was very close toward the end of the season to to putting it all together. So, and
1: how many times throughout the season, uh, I know this because I bet on him more times than I care to admit, but where he had the fastest car in the race and then it was pit penalty or bad strategy call or, or this mistake or that mistake, like young rookie mistakes. He wasn't a rookie, but, but, you know, young driver mistakes that if he continues to clean those up and progress forward as he should, he can be very dangerous very quickly. I, I mean, Really, I wouldn't be super shocked if all of a sudden he had four or five wins this season. I think that that's, you know, definitely a plus money proposition. But if it happened, I wouldn't be like, whoa, we didn't see this coming. It's out of nowhere. Like we know that Sammy Smith is that type of talent. We know these cars are that good um, that, that it wouldn't be shocking to see him go win four or five
0: races all of a sudden. Should he be within the top five championship favorites?
1: I'm um, trying to think full time guys. Um, I think Algeon Mayer would be above him from the the JRM camp. Austin Hill would be above him. Um Cole Custer. got two yeah, Custer, two two full time JGR cars, you're probably still putting above him. So I'd probably put him seventh on my list of of where he'll be in the championship odds, which could be the appropriate type of value to to bet on someone because again, once we get those odds books, uh, if you hurry up, we'll talk about it for sure. But yeah, I mean, he might be kind of that level of just underneath the the top-tier quote-unquote drivers where you really, it gets juicy because you're getting caught. I mean, JRM had three of the four championship cars two seasons ago. They had, what, two this past season because I think Mayer and, and Allgaier both made it. I mean, they're getting cars in there every year. He's a good, talented driver. So, yeah, it, I kind of hope that's where he's sitting at, sixth or seventh on that list, maybe even a little farther. That's going to be real enticing to want to bet on
0: Give me somewhere in the 12 to 14 to 1 range, and, and I think I'll swoop up yeah. just that much because I, I feel like that's a good good place for him to be uh, as well. All right, excited to see him in JRM. You know how much I love me some JRM, so I guess I'm going to have to be a Sammy Smith fan, which, again, makes two defections from uh, from... Gibbs to JRM. We'll see how those boy,
1: boy junior loves uh, loves taking the coach's sponsorship money, doesn't he? <laughs>
0: Tell you what, loves to snipe these guys from him. So, uh we'll see. They'll be back in the same garage. We'll see if that uh, camaraderie yeah and it, equals. It's,
1: it'll be the return of pilot flying J to the to the JRM stable because they were with uh, of course um oh, fuck, what fuck was his name now? I don't remember. The guy who drove the one car for a while, that was the kid of the the president, but he retired after he got hurt and uh yeah. Anyways, cool story. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, Flying J will be fun to, to watch flying around the track as well. More drivers to talk about, but I want to tell you about buying tickets, buying tickets to anything, whether it's a concert, whether it is a comedy show, whether it is your eighth grade concerts that you're going to see. Okay, probably not that, but all the rest of that is definitely stressful and it is not fun. And it is something that I try to avoid at all cost until... The fine folks at GameTime made the buying of tickets a hell of a lot less stressful with all of their fantastic features, including the GameTime Guarantee. That tells me that when my tickets are going to be bought, they're gonna be on time, they're gonna be authentic. I don't have to worry about scammers trying to scam me out of my money to give me fake tickets. I'm gonna get low fees. I'm gonna get the best prices out there. They got competitive pricing. If you find tickets, that are more or less rather than what you paid, you're gonna get made up 110% of the difference of that ticket. Plus, this app's made for your phone, which means no phishing through emails to try to find your tickets, no waiting for them in the mail, nothing. You buy the tickets straight off the app, you look for them, they're there, you yeah, have them scan it. It's just, look it, this is a whole lot less stressful. Plus last minute, if you're trying to buy tickets last minute, like I tend to do because I love procrastinating. I love putting stress on myself. Well, guess what? I don't have to worry about it anymore because I'm going to get all the greatest deals on these last-minute tickets. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Game Time tickets also make the perfect holiday gift. You got somebody that is difficult to buy for. Just buy them some tickets to the stuff they like right there using Game Time And they will definitely love you more for it. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks Have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, let's continue down this list of drivers. Your favorite racing team, of all times, is now making a change. The number 11 car is being vacated, and Cody is over there celebrating as much as humanly possible.
1: Thank God. Thank God.
0: The driver who shall not be named no longer pilots the number 11. In fact, now our new favorite driver that parks cars no matter where he's at on any track.
1: Trying to turn me into a colleague fan here.
0: Might do it, too. Might actually might actually have you betting on the 11 a little more this year. Josh Williams will bring Alloy Employer Services over and Crew Chief Kevin Walter into the number 11 camp, into the Colleague family. Uh, this one, it's a little shocking, and it's a little, uh, to me, a guy like Josh Williams, I, I know what he brings to the table. I, I know the excitement. I know the fan base, and I know probably the sponsor money because of what he did for himself, but the question I ask you, Cody, because obviously you've been a long, long, long time fan, did the hype from last season make that, or was this something that was in the mix for a while?
1: Uh, he took advantage of of the opportunities afforded to him based on things that happened, right? I think that's not a big secret, and, and Josh Williams is a good driver, he's always been in subpar equipment and he's done a decent job with what he's had. So it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, some people just really like to, to sniff calling like a little hard sometimes. And it's like, eh, are they really that good? I mean, outside of a few glimpses here and there, AJ at, at, at road courses, I, I get it. We're going to talk about the other person that's going to be racing for them in a little bit here. And that, that leans into it as well. I believe our buddy Skybox NASCAR had posted that they were going to be a powerhouse. I don't know if he was referring only to road courses, because I think that's the only place it's applicable for. Sorry, Mark, but I just don't see it outside of that. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I- I'm very excited for him. I love Josh. I think he's a great personality. I think he's great for the sport. He's got a lot of fans. I think it's exciting to see him step up in a ride for sure. Um, is he going to have the best season ever? Probably not. I mean, I mean, we really haven't seen that great of seasons. AJ won the regular season title a couple of seasons ago, right? And, and AJ is just kind of a next level driver. You throw in all the opportunities at road courses he gets, and and the wins he can rack up there to help out. Now he did fine on ovals as well, but uh, with Josh, I'll look for him at super speedways for sure. Colleagues you know got a very good history of being good at super speedways. Josh has been pretty good at super speedways in the past. Outside of that, it's going to be more one of those things where. You're going to have to kind of prove it to me before I'm really going to want to go out on a limb and, and throw money down. Especially, at least uh, in the past, we've not really gotten top 10s for Xfinity. If we were getting some top 10 odds, I might look a little more top 5s, though. E, that's where you're really pushing it for for this car, I think.
0: Yeah, and again, no top 5s for him as a driver at all in his 8 seasons. He's not a spring chicken. I mean, he's going to be 30 years old this year. He'll be 30 years yeah, old. This is...
1: Uh, again, talk about guys that, that plug along for a long time and they kind of get an opportunity. It's really great to see. I, you love to see it. And look at guys like Ross Chastain. I mean, he was starting in parking cars. He was doing this. He was doing that. Just jumping anything he could. And look where he's at now. Right. And And you love the story and you love to see it. Is this that same story? I don't know. We'll have to
0: see. Yeah. 11 top 10s in his career as well. Last season in the 92 car. uh, Average finish of 23.3. Six DNFs, three top 10s. So, yeah. I mean, nothing to write home about. I'm just, I want to see it. You know, he finished 15th at Daytona to start the season. You know, pretty much what the best thing you could hope for on a team like that to start the season off within the top 15. Um Really, you know, tenth at Ital- Talladega. So you talked about it. Just as his, his ability to finish well at Super Speedways is great. Ninth in Atlanta, eighth at Loudon. So, you oh, can know, you
1: imagine the party. A guy with a mullet wins a Talladega. Like,
0: let's go, oh buddy. That's that's like that's the script right there. Wait, Talladega <laughs> it, it, Nights. It Josh really Williams is. styles. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to the next one on the list, and that is the number fifteen AM Racing Ford. This is where we now see Haley Deegan become a full-time Xfinity driver. She is no longer going to be a truck series driver. This is all now her gambling on herself uh, and, and the number 15 in the AM Ford racing is going to take a, a chance on her as well. I The thing about Haley Deegan, and we've, we've talked about this over the course, right? And, and, and Haley knows. Haley knows that she expects more out of herself. Uh, I know everybody that that's ever employed her does expect the best out of her as well each and every week but there are so many obstacles already for a driver to be successful right and then unfortunately we do live in a world where sometimes the gender makes it a little even bigger obstacle to to make that success so she's had to overcome that she's had to overcome her own shortcomings and and really now that she gets to become a full xfinity series driver a full-time driver in this series maybe just maybe this new pairing, this new opportunity for her, can help eliminate some of those other roadblocks that were getting in her way, and, and that she can turn something more successful uh, into what we're all hoping for—a a successful career.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm excited for her to get this opportunity. I think if you look at, uh, you know, she she's got really high expectations because she is the woman in the sport, and she's you know she's you know just like Danica and, and other women before her. All eyes are on her, like, what's she going to do? What can she do? And and she's been hyped up, and she gets the sponsorship opportunities, and she's got the name. I mean, look at her dad. He's, you know, who doesn't know Brian Deegan, right? And and so there's been a lot of unfair expectations placed on her. I think if you look at what she's done, um, she's had a pretty solid career through the Truck Series. The Truck Series is tough, and they even talk talk about it on the broadcast. You can see it, like, there's a lot of pay to play in the Truck Series. There's some in Xfinity, but it's, it's more toned down. A lot of it in the truck series, you get a lot of guys who are just out there going crazy. How many times was she having a good run and running in the top 10, and then, oh, she gets caught up in a wreck, or, oh, she gets spun out, or, or this or that? I think getting away from that and out of the truck series is going to help her a lot. Um, we saw this team be pretty good with Brett Moffat in the 25 last season. They had some some solid runs with Brett. I think that's a positive. It's not a Stuart Haas car like maybe you'd hope, so is she going to run up front? No because of the equipment she's in more so than just the talent. Um, But, you know, can she be 10th to 15th place every week? I think that's, that's realistic for her. Get some top tens. Maybe she'll squeak out a top five or two here and there. I think that that would be a solid season for her in this car. So again, I'm really excited to see her get this opportunity, kind of the next step. Maybe she does really well in this and and then gets an opportunity in, you know, the 98 or the double zero. If one of those guys moves up or, or moves on, um, in, in Stuart Haas' equipment here eventually. But again, obviously, I think both of us want to see her in the Cup someday, and we think she can succeed there. So hopefully this next stepping stone goes well for her. Again, you are going to bet on her win the championship or anything like that? No, I don't think so. I think even getting a win would probably be pretty surprising. But I think we'll see her in that 10 to 15 range most weeks. I think that's a good place for her. And I think that, again, this series and, and kind of taking that next step with this should be really good for her and uh, and I hope to see her have a great season
0: yeah again it's just a matter of this is one where we're just gonna keep an eye on maybe some head to heads maybe we'll we'll wait until a couple of races into the season to see how she sort of settles in to the new environment to the new ride you talked a lot about Brett Moffat being uh, decent enough in this and and that's really what you're kind of looking at it's it's now the equipment has gotten, you know, to the point where she can compete. Brett Moffitt was able to compete, if not for wins every week, but if you can outdrive and outperform the equipment that you're in, then you're going to get noticed. And I think that's that's the opportunity she's going to be given. I think that's the opportunity she's got to take care of. So, yeah, this is not one where we're going to touch any any futures if they even offer it to us. But we'll definitely keep an eye uh, on it as we go here uh, throughout the season. So, um. One that's not necessarily a giant change, but A.J. Almendinger obviously keeping his ride in the 16. Well,
1: I mean, to keeping keeping he Well, I mean,
0: coming back to it. In the Xfinity
1: it, series, right? Yeah. It's Yeah, he's coming back to it. And like I just mentioned a minute ago, the 2022 regular season champion, I'm, I'm pretty sure he won that. Uh, I, I believe he did. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, road courses right away, right? He's got to compete with, with A.J. Almendinger Jr., a.k.a. Sam Mayer, uh, with all the wins we saw him pull off at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, you're going to circle him right away on, on most of the road courses. Um, and, and he did pretty good on, on the ovals as well. We'll talk about it a little more tomorrow on the cup series show, but it was announced yesterday. He's going to be driving the Daytona 500 and the cup car. So it seems like the cup cars is going to be probably a mixture of people that would lead you to believe AJ probably runs full-time Xfinity probably runs the cup series road courses. You would imagine that's what they'll do. That's what he did. When he was full-time in xfinity two seasons ago xfinity just seems like a better place for aj I, I think he's happier there he can be more competitive and it's one of those things where you know certain guys just fit in certain series and, and with justin all he doesn't want to move up to the cup series and he wouldn't fit in the cup series he's, he's perfect to compete where he's at in the xfinity series you see with matt crafton in the truck series frank kimmel for a long time in the arca series it, it's just certain guys are better at certain levels um and I, I think this is a good spot for aj they tried it out in the cup series shit he got a cup series win last season so it wasn't it wasn't a complete failure uh, by any means but i think xfinity is where he's happiest things where he's going to compete the most and, and so i think it's going to be a good solid season for him you'd be real interested to see where a win total sits on him right because the xfinity series there is six seven road courses on there is he going to win all of them probably not but you got to think he's going to win at least two, maybe three of those. So you kind of chalk that up automatically. Can he get a a oval or two? He's really good at super speedways. Probably talk about that when we talk about betting on the Daytona 500. Um, so yeah, AJ is going to be a guy that we're going to talk about a lot throughout the season. And then likely he's going to come up almost on a weekly basis because he is going to be a a top running car for the most part. Again, colleague is not some powerhouse again, all of a sudden, (laughs) I definitely don't think that, but but AJ has proven that, that he can really cut it in the Xfinity series, and I think that this is the the perfect place for him. I think it's where he'll be happier at, and I think he's one of those so super emotional guys, and when he's happier on the track, I think that's going to help his performance. I think we saw that at times this past season in the Cup Series where he wasn't having fun anymore. That's why we thought maybe he would retire. Let's go back where we were having fun at and kind of build on the success they had just two seasons ago.
0: And honestly... The whole purpose of, of anything in life is just, where do you feel comfortable? And and I don't even fault him for not feeling comfortable in the Cubs. There's a lot of pressure. I mean, there's a lot of undue sometimes pressure in the Cubs series. And if you can just find the place where you're happy, and if that's in the So, I will say this, because I, I was thinking this the whole time. Like, we went heavy on Cole Custer last year thinking he was gonna come back and, and completely dominate the the Xfinity series. I don't have that same oh, remind me, Rob <laughs> I don't have that same high expectation as far as it cause we saw obviously AJ Allmendinger do it a couple of seasons ago when he won the regular season. But I will say that if they set this number at around three and a half I'm probably looking at the over because I think that he could actually now I'm not setting it all the way up to 10 but I definitely will uh will will be interested in this and then of course even the the series champion like I would even look at, at maybe if he was anywhere in the five to one six to one range could be something worth taking a look at uh when when the odds drop I don't know if that's too low or too high but
1: That's too low for me.
0: But eh, he won the regular season title two years ago.
1: So, I mean, to get to that position, you're setting yourself up pretty good. Um, A college car card Phoenix at the end of the season. Do you want to roll your dice there? But maybe you do. I I don't know. I mean, it's, again, once you get there, anybody can win it. So, yeah, I I think it'll be interesting to see where his numbers are at. And, and yeah, I mean, we saw him right. He skipped a cup practice at qualifying somewhere to go run gosh, which one was it? Portland, maybe? Or one of the other one. and he didn't, ended up having a shitty day there. Like, it's not a guaranteed thing. He just wins all the road courses by any means. Uh, especially with the, you know, Sam Mayer, how we've seen him come out. If you get Cup guys dipping back down, the Larsons or, um, shit, Eric Almirola beat him at Sonoma in that crazy race in, the, in that car. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not a, a foregone conclusion, but I'd expect AJ to, to visit victory lane a few times and uh, definitely be a guy we talk about.
0: I was going to say, he's going to make us uh, enough money over the course of the season that you'll hear him plenty out of our mouths. Uh, all right, let's go to the landing spot of the vacant number two car, or at least the vacated number two car. Sheldon Creed is now in the number 18 car for Joe Gibbs, taking over for Sammy Smith, who Sammy Smith now goes to JRM, and it's the coconut shell game Music, in there. Musical chairs. Musical chairs. All right, Cody. Imagine
1: Benedetto's the one left when the music's still playing.
0: Oh, call Possibly. Back there's, hold on. What what what? Uh, car is actually the 08 cars is available? The 07 car is go. available. Maybe he'll,
1: maybe he'll get it. Well, you got to bring sponsorship for that car. So yeah, that's true.
0: Um, all right, Sheldon Creed, no sponsor as of yet, but he is definitely the driver of the number 18 car. Does he finally get a win?
1: Yep, he's getting at least two, two to five wins for Sheldon Creed this season. Whoa, he is whoa. Gl- dude. These JGR cars, how many times did I say it last year, Rod? These are the fastest cars. These are the best cars. You're putting a very good driver in Sheldon Creed. He almost won five races last season, right? He didn't win any of them, but he was so fucking close so many times. He is going to win races in this car. These JGR cars are fast. You're putting in an experienced guy in Sheldon Creed. There's only one driver I like more than as we go through this list than Sheldon Creed. Uh, spoiler alert, it's gonna be his teammate. But Sheldon Creed is going to be very I am oh I tell you already, I'm all over JGR yet again this season. I have a feeling we're gonna go through the season, once again, arguing in the Xfinity series. I absolutely love this uh this landing spot. I think that this is a great opportunity for Sheldon. I think that we're gonna see him, him take it to max level, and it's gonna be like, Whoa, just that, that little bit he was missing at RCR, then not being able to to complete it out. We're going to see that switch flipped, and, and he wins multiple races this season. So I don't know what you're setting his win total at. He's never won a race, so can you go much more than one and a half? I don't think you probably could, so give me the over on that because uh, I love it, and, and we're going to see Sheldon Creed in victory lane. Those big Those big glasses, maybe the puppy dog face doesn't look so sad anymore. Uh, so yeah. Love me some Sheldon Creed in JGR equipment this
0: well, year. Well and this is this is where if you and I ran a book, we would I would probably set this at two and a half because I know I you know
1: might kill you at one and a half.
0: <laughs> well that's what I'm saying, because <laughs> at one trying and a half your doors open.
1: <laughs> at one and a
0: half, there's no there's just no and I and I would take the over on one and a half easily. That's that I, I think two wins is good. Two and a half is where I would even start to kind of waffle because Three I'd still probably take the over. It would have All to be a very good, very good number. Y- you gotta get a
1: good number, yes, but mm, he's gonna be he's gonna have a good
0: season. But see, here's the thing at two and a half, I may not even just take it. I may not even I may not even put, you know, right. for me you're much more. Yeah, at one and a half, I'm I'm no doubt in my mind I'm taking the over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at two and a half, you're definitely pausing at least. Because yeah, you know that one and a half is a plus it has to be a plus money. There's no way that it could not be a plus money. Well he's never even won it right Exactly. Now, so. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking at pretty good at one and a half, and if it's over a half, and or a, a just one half race, if it's just a, a half a race, and they give kind of me meh, still take the meh at over a half because he's definitely getting one, that's for sure. So, and we're gonna talk about him all season like we did last season. So oh, yeah, likely weekly we'll be talking about him. Um, all right, let's talk about this 19 car because it is going to continue to be a revolving door of drivers. Truex will be back. Ryan Truex, not Martin. Uh, yeah, Ryan got a win last. Yeah, season. in that 19. So Ryan Truex will be back in that. Joe Graf paying to play in that 19.
1: Those uh, are the races you don't bet on this car.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, but two names make their first appearances on the number 19 team. Uh, one of the Gray brothers, the oh, yes, more talented Taylor. one, as Taylor Gray. Yeah, Taylor and and William Sawalich, who we talked a lot about in the Truck yeah. Series as well, so this will be fun to watch those two young drivers get a chance to to show their Swalich. Yeah,
1: as, I, as much as I love Taylor Gray, Sawalich when he gets in this car, he's going to be at a number that's going to be worth betting on him to win races. It's going to be bet worth betting on him to get top fives. Um, and he's going to be good. He is he is a very very good up and coming driver. Um, Toyota's really hit it with this guy. I don't think they'll let him walk as easily as they did with with Jesse Love, but. Yeah, when Swalich is in this car, when Truex is in this car, it is a race-winning capable car on, on a week-to-week basis. When Graf's in this car, you just avoid it. He can have some decent runs. He, he had a couple of okay runs last season. Half the time he's out to lunch, he really is. Most of these drivers are paying to play, but he's really paying to play for this one. Um, and then with Gray, I'll be interested to see some numbers. I, I think he'll have solid runs. Is he going to be in the mix to win? We haven't quite seen that in the truck series just yet, so I don't know if we'll get there. Um, but I think he could have some good solid runs, and these are the fastest cars in the field every week. Last season, I expect that to be the same in 2024, so we'll definitely be betting on this uh, 19 car probably a majority of the time, unless Graf is in it.
0: Well, and for Sawalich, we talked about how, how fast he was. Unfortunately, the, the finishes sometimes did not mirror what needed to happen, but he did finish 10th at Richmond after starting 3rd. Here's the thing about him. He qualified well, right? Mid-Ohio, he started 8th. Richmond, he started 3rd. IRP, 10th. Milwaukee, 12th. I mean, these are all good, solid top 10, if not top 15 starts. Bristol, he started ninth. You know, again, young driver, though, you get caught up in stuff. He did finish ninth at Martinsville. Um, He finished 10th at at Richmond, 6th at IRP, and then 26th and 30th over in Milwaukee and Bristol, but again... Really promising because he did look like he was running very well each and every week he was there. So uh, definitely excited to see William Swatch get a shot. And this is a guy that kind of got fast tracked, right? I mean, obviously not that many starts in the Truck Series, six total. Uh, I think he's a kid, right? He's he's not. Yeah. 2006 is when he was born, so a young yeah. driver that getting getting fast tracked up the series.
1: Yeah, he's on the he's on the faster track than Corey Haim, I think, because like it was kind of similar where. You know, Heim ran part-time and, and won a couple of races, one rookie of the year on only 16 starts. And then Swalich, you know, last season comes in and runs a couple of races in the truck series, does really well. He gets a ride. Why Corey Heim is not racing any of these races? I still don't understand why he didn't get one of these rides. I still don't understand. Uh, but that's okay. We'll gonna bet on him a lot in the truck series. Uh, but yeah, the, this 19 car is, is going to be solid, uh, especially with... With all those guys, other than than Kraft, really,
0: yes, sir. We talked about Taylor in the Truck Series episode yesterday about how well he did there. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of great top ten runs. Didn't always finish there, but he was always in the top ten, top fifteen for the most part. Average finish of fourteen point six. Six top tens, five or three top fives in his twenty starts in the Truck Series. Remember, he was he was too young to actually race in some of those races because he was still taking finals and going to a senior prom. So. Uh, exactly <laughs> excited to see him race in that 19 and see what he can do. Uh, all right, let's move over to the next driver that is changing. Uh, nah, I mean, you want to do
1: the 20 car quick. I mean, oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. worth, worth mentioning. So, so John Hunter is, is going, you know, he ran that car full-time last season. He's going to split time. He's obviously going to be full-time in the, in the cup series with, um, with legacy. And it's good to see him still having the relationship with JGR here. He is only on his second full-time season, so he's not limited to the five races, won't be able to run the dash for cash races,' won't be able to run the, the playoff races. So Eric Amarola will run those races. This is a car we're gonna be looking to bet every single week. Um, it, it says these two are supposed to expected to make up the majority of the schedule. so I don't know if that leaves room for a Ty Gibbs hopefully to run some of these races maybe, um, or you know if, if Danny wants to come down and run any or Chris Bell. Um, but I, I think if that's the type of rotation you're talking about in this car, you're going to be talking about the 20 car each and every week. Uh, somebody made a really good point, and I can't remember who it was that I was listening to, but Eric Amarola could turn into an Elliott Sadler type in this car, where Sadler had a long Cup Series career, was a good driver, won occasionally, um, and had a solid career, and then he stepped back into to JRM equipment in that one car and really was kind of a top-of-the-board-every-year type of guy. Amarola, it's only going to be part-time this season, but you could see that. We're in a couple of seasons from now. The kids get a little bit older. I know he wants to spend some time with the kids in these, you know, these key years here, um, but you he could potentially, I mean, we just saw him win a race last season on a road course where he beat Kyle Larson and AJ Holmendinger. So in, in some pretty in, crappy in, yeah, equipment. In RSS equipment, I mean, yeah, when they're driving Hendrick and, and college cars, right? So uh, yeah, I, I think that both of these guys are going to be guys. We'll talk about each and every week. They should be near the top of the favorites, you put a guy like Eric Amarola on these short flat tracks in this car, he's going to be really hard to beat. We saw what John Hunter did last season, um, and, and I expect a lot more of that from him this season. So, yeah, th- this Gibbs car will be one we talk about probably every single week, no matter which of these drivers is in there. Maybe you get some Ty Gibbs in there, which I'd love to see. You know I'll be betting on it if that's the case, um, and, and maybe some of the other the other JGR Cup Series guys. Uh, maybe Eric Jones even jumps in this car. Who, who knows? You know, He's got that legacy and a back in the Gibbs fold again now. So it'll be interesting to see it. But, uh, yeah, this car is going to be one that, that's talked about probably weekly.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. Especially with that that cast of drivers, I definitely see us betting on that 20 car more often than not. I think it, this is more of a head-to-head top five market, top three market, depending on what we're given. So, uh, all right, let's move on. 44 car, Brendan Poole. Is, is that even noteworthy? Alpha Prime in uh, the 44? I, I don't think, sense. yeah, we're not we're not really going to be talking about Brendan Poole very much. And and listen, Brendan, we love you again. I'll have a beer with you any day of the week. But really, honestly, what are we doing? As here,
1: far man? as betting on you, just it's not really a profitable deal.
0: <laughs> not not even a little. Uh, all right, this next one though, very intriguing. The number eighty-one, another JGR oh, car.
1: You found you found the favorite change.
0: I found the favorite change. Flip the eighteen, go to eighty-one. It's Chandler Smith. Chandler Smith going to be driving that 81 oh, yeah. that's gonna be a pretty little uh they're no sponsor yet but this is this is a very good move for for everybody involved
1: yeah the, I absolutely love this like I mentioned earlier love Sheldon Creed to Gibbs there's one driver I love even more and it's this one it's Chandler Smith uh we saw last year in in not top tier equipment a colleague what he could do uh won a race he he led enough was it one of? The one where we cashed Austin Hill as he passed Chandler Smith after Chandler dominated the race and cashed like a 25 to one, which was great. But yeah, Chandler, I mean, what he showed in, in the college equipment, what he showed in the truck series and KBM equipment, he's an elite driver. Now you put him in the fastest cars every week. And again, this 81 car, like kind of throwing it back to a number that's it has been around for Gibbs in the past. I mean, Jeffrey Earnhardt drove it a couple of years ago, had some other guys in the 81. Junior drove this number in Xfinity for a while as well. Love the name ch- or the the number change the difference there, uh, but yeah, Chandler probably going to be. I'm very interested to see where his championship odds uh, are at because he's definitely a guy I'm going to be looking towards. I think that Chandler Smith is going to have a great season. I see five, six. I don't want to go to ten because I did that last year with Custer <laughs> and didn't work out. But could I see five, six, seven wins from Chandler Smith? I wouldn't be shocked at all. Uh, I think that Chandler Smith is going to be probably one of the very top drivers this season this jgr equipment is just so elite this is one of the two full-time drivers right so you're going to have the four cars which which jgr's had in the past and that's an expansion because last year we really only saw the three but they've had four in the past that's not been an issue for them we know what they've got the resources but you've got the two guys that are going to be there every single week in sheldon creed and chandler smith those are going to be the top dogs yeah the 20 car will be in there plenty yeah the 19 will be in there plenty but these two cars are, are going to be on a championship path a majority of the season. Expect them to be very good. Uh, and I'm going to be betting a lot on Chandler Smith this season. Um, he, he's he's probably going to be one of my favorites in the Xfinity series. Um, as far as guys, I'm, I'm circling to win money on, because I'm very, very excited for this opportunity for him. I think it's just, again, Colleague is is a good team, right? And, and they're here, but, but JGR is a great team, and they're very top of the board. And and, and you know, JRM's up there, but I put put JGR even a little bit higher. They're the top of the top. They're the fastest cars every week, like we talked about last season. If that holds up again this year, Chandler Smith is gonna go on a tear.
0: Well, Jesus, Cody, if you're giving Chandler Smith and Sheldon Creed fifteen wins apiece this season, that only yeah, was three we've only for got everybody like else. Five more races. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is gonna win a race? God. Ah, nobody, apparently. Oh my God.
1: Um <laughs> we still haven't accounted for all our uh uh, uh, for, for for John Justin Hunter they, yeah, and uh, and Eric Amarola's wins.
0: Yeah, well, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a very crazy season. But I will say that I I I am excited as well for Chandler Smith. Uh, he finished average uh, 15.6 last season, where he started nine and a half, uh, 13 top tens, eight top fives. He did have that win. Led 318 laps. I mean, again, he did this all in that 16 car, and and really to me. It was a uh, he was driving better than the equipment. Uh, and obviously, a road course is and Almondinger drives better than the equipment, too, when he's in that car. So to be able to get into JGr equipment, granted, hopefully he gets the same amount of of love and and attention that Sheldon Creed gets. Like you said, there's two full time cars. I think they're gonna do that. so to to see the eighty one out there i think we're going to get i think we're going to get quite a few good bets on chandler smith we did last year i mean he was always one of the guys that we all found good numbers on and he always delivered so
1: yeah, he made us quite a bit of money last year and so i hope his numbers don't get too neutered this year because of how fast he's going to be um but yeah he's he's a guy we're going to be betting on a lot and, uh, and talking about every single week i think
0: but does he belong in the favorites of the championship like does does he belong up there
1: I mean, who are you going to put above him? Uh, you look at it, right? I think him and Sheldon Creed have to be near the top, right? Uh, who else do you have that's full-time? You've got to give Sam Mayer the respect, right? He earned it at the end of last season. Got to
0: give Allgaier Justin the respect. Justin
1: Allgaier, he's, he's got to get his due because he's always up there. And he's a
0: winning champion.
1: So I think those three guys are maybe the three you could see ahead of them. I kind of hope you do because if he's fourth or fifth on the board, yes, please. Um. But yeah, you've got to put him in that top five, I think, along with Sheldon. I, I think that they they kind of go there with Allgaier, with Mayer, with Almondinger in that in that group. And, and I would bet either of those guys over AJ to win the championship. Um, Mayer, Allguyer, they're definitely going to have their conversation in there. I mean, what Mayer did at the end of last season was so impressive. Very close to winning a championship. Allgaier had his chance at a championship as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's the elite group that these guys belong in. Um, and they're both, they're not newcomers, right? It's not a young guy with promise and talent coming into this car, which we've seen before in Ty Gibbs. And what does he do his first full-time season in that, right? He goes out, wins the championship. Um, even John Hunter, it was, you know, he was a cup guy and then a truck. Like these are guys that have already been, had full Xfinity seasons under their belts. They outperformed the cars they were in and now they're getting a big upgrade in car yes, please. I, I just, I love so much about both of their situations and, and I think that it's going to be a really good thing for, for JGR this year.
0: Alright, so, but I know you said 600 wins for Chandler Smith this season, but what's a realistic total that you would you would feel comfortable betting at?
1: I, I think you, you've you got to at least set him at one and a half, probably two and a half, right? Because he did I have... two and a half, yeah. Was it just one win last season? It was season, the one win, yeah. And he, he really should have won the other race. I mean, two laps to go, that he was passed and ended up finishing in third. But uh, I think two and a half is probably where you set it. And again, I have no problem taking the over. I would easily take the over. Um, like I said, I, I can see him getting quite a few wins. So I would even probably be comfortable betting him over three and a half. That's how confident I am in Chandler Smith. Um, I, I don't think the number should be set that high. I, I think two and a half is a very realistic number. That's probably where it's at. If it's one and a half, view that as a gift and, and just take it. Um, but. Yeah, I think two and a half is probably appropriate and, and I'll easily lean to the over.
0: All right. Well then his former team is now welcoming a Aussie. Aussie Aussie in the mix. Uh notable that the 10 car is obviously no longer going to be racing. So enter the number 97, all hail. Shane Van Ginsbergen. Or how do how Gisbergen, How how does uh how does Dale Jr. he always like <laughs> he just yeah, he yeah. messes
1: it up. But he's Dale Jr., so he can do whatever he wants.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. Like I, I we'll want to call him SVG. SVG. SVG brings WeatherTech into the fold for Colleg Racing. He will run the full season now. After winning every race in Chicago, uh, that that you could possibly win. I, uh, okay, look, I know, I know how excited everybody <laughs> else is, and I know how not excited you are.
1: Where is see That's not fair because I am excited for him. I'm just not. It's one of those things where like I just have level expectations for him and everybody else thinks he's Jesus and they've got him way up here and it's like, can we just, can he just be good right here? Like he's going to be good. He's going to be solid colleagues an okay team. He's going to compete at the road courses. I think he'll have a chance to win some road courses. Xfinity's going to Chicago again this season. He'll be able to race that. We know he's going to be running. The one maybe concern, and and I don't know. I, I don't really. I, I need to kind of go back and look at how his career has gone. We know he's a, a championship type of driver over, in the uh, whatever series that is, the Australian no, Supercars. They're, they're, yeah, Supercars. Um, yeah, and we've seen guys come here and have success, right, from that series. Guys like um, uh, who drove the the nine car for a while, uh, Marcos Ambrose, right? We saw him have a lot of success in the Cup Series and be competitive and and have solid rides and in Van Gisbergen it's going to be a solid season i think for him so this is his full-time ride he'll be every week in the 97 for he he's going to be running cup series races likely for track house maybe for colleague as well maybe he fills in some of those 16 races right the 16 car they've only got one race for a driver so far uh, so maybe he'll fill in some of those rides as, as they've got that partnership with track house he's going to be running in the truck series with nice part-time um, there's been talk about him doing some, some cars tour stuff. Justin Marks owns or Justin Mark, not our friend, Justin Marks, but Justin Mark owns, you know, he's one of the part owners of the cars tour. So maybe Ben Gisbergen does that. Kyle Larson wants him to come do high limit stuff in that. We'll see. He's done some sprint dirt stuff. So does he have his hand in too many pots where it gets to be overwhelming? He's, he's just moved to America. That's, that's a big change for him and his family, right? that, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. I, I think that, again, everybody just has h- such high expectations that I think it's going to be hard to bet on him because he's going to come out and his numbers are just going to be way higher than it should be because everybody's so high on him. Everybody thinks he's Jesus. And again, what he did was so impressive. Coming in and winning a Cup Series in your first start, it's amazing. It's great. We saw it later on at the road course. Just like we said, it wasn't going to be the same thing. It wasn't going to be easy, right? You're, you're not you were going to his type of thing that nobody else had done. That's why it was easier for him. Not that that made it easy and, and you know, just smooth sailing, but it made it easier for him to take that. Even this year at the cup race in Chicago, it's not just going to be the SVG show. I don't think. Um, but uh, again, I I think we just, if everybody could just bring their expectations down a little bit, I feel like he's going to have a solid season. We saw him run that truck race at IRP. Ran, what fifteenth or thirteenth or something like that? A good solid day. That's kind of what you want from him. Again, colleague, not the top level cars that that you think some people seem to think maybe. Um, but he's going to have an okay season. And, and I think maybe if he's running in that tenth to fifteenth uh, again, like a Haley Deegan, like is this another situation where we're just putting too high expectations on a driver because of who they are, because of where they're coming from? Much like with the Deegan. Maybe if if you lower the expectations a little bit, I think he'll. He'll match those lowered expectations and may snag a win or two on some road courses. I don't think that's out of the question for sure. Um, but yeah, I think everybody's bring it back down a little bit. Going to be interesting to see how he does a full slog of a season on ovals. He's not used to running ovals. It's going to be changes uh, for him for sure. So I'll be interested. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where his win total set at. That's probably the only way I would attack uh, betting a future and I would probably look towards the under depending on where it's at. Um, but yeah, I, I, otherwise I, his number is just going to be so inflated again. It's the Josh Berry syndrome of everybody's so high on him. And it's like pump the brakes. We don't need to be this high quite yet.
0: If it's me, I'm, I'm setting it at half a win, but I'm not juicing the over. You're going
1: to get the- so much action on the over though. Like, well, yeah, you're going to have so much liability on if he wins that Chicago race. Yeah, it's true. that's why I think it's going to have to be set at one and a half, because I think even at one and a half, Enough people are are so high on him, they're going to smash over one and a half. And, and I think that your smart money would probably be on under that, but there's still a chance it could go either way. You're going to get probably a lot of public money on the over, but the under should hit. I, I don't know. Again, probably not one I would really take, um, but I think one and a half would be the appropriate place to set it. You set it at two and a half. No, that's I'm going to have a
0: lot of money on the under. <laughs> yeah, the under the under is the easy way to go there. Yeah. Uh, Cuz he did so you're right. He won Chicago finished 10th at IRP. Uh his truck race his only truck race of the season, he started 28th, finished 19th in the 41 Nice truck. So a top 20 finish there. Um and and look, for a guy uh, 63 career wins in the supercars, 152 career podiums. Just super Ugh, a great race car driver again I don't
1: want to come off like I hate the guy or like I don't think he's accomplished a lot because he has I just think that this is different and and that's it, it's it's just it's such a different thing and not that he can't be good at it because he's gonna learn it and he's gonna be good and look we're gonna see him in the Cup series in a couple of years in a full-time track house car like that's just the way it's trending and they love him so much and and there's opportunities and and whatever and so that's fine. And I think he'll be okay, but you just got to give him some time still to adjust to everything because it's not it's not the same thing as over there. If he was running full-time and they're racing Chicago street course every week, all right, maybe he is the championship, right? But that's not what we're doing. It's one street course that he's used to, right? And, and then there's a couple of road courses. Yes, and he'll be good at those. But all these ovals, and he's not even, I don't think he's raced a super speedway ever before. He has to run the ARCA race to even qualify to run in the Xfinity race. Coming up here in Daytona, and yeah, so I, I think again, let's pump the brakes, lower the expectations. You're going to have an okay season. It's going to be a decent season, I think, but it's not going to be some some great season.
0: We just get to watch it play out. Really, that's all there is to it. I mean, this is this is we get a front row seat to it. Granted, we'll just keep an eye on the numbers week in and week out, and and decide whether or not we want to take a shot on whether or not how, or where we want to put our money on him if we want to put it at all. It, it's really the long and the short of it. So, um, all right, I believe we have reached the end of everybody that's uh, noteworthy in the driver changes for Xfinity. Again, another decent-sized list to go over, but a lot. this was a lot of power-packed drivers making changes and, and changing to some pretty powerful teams.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple other things to keep an eye on, the 38 car RSS, I mean, it'll probably be, be Sieg again, Kyle Sieg, I would imagine, running majority of that. But, again, probably not something you're going to – or, no, I guess Kyle's running the 28, uh, which is what he ran last year. So 38 will probably just be a rotating cast again. Uh, and the 26 car, I'll, I'll be interested to see, and the 24, really, both the Sam Hunt cars. Again, we talked about it last year, right? Not, not the best cars ever, but had some decent runs. We saw Grala do pretty decent in that 26 car. Be interesting. And then, and then the 25, too, is the other notable one. Um, the AM Racing, of course, that's where, uh, where Deegan's going in the 15. 25 they're expected to bring that car back brett Moffat's still kind of out there without a job i'd like to see him come back to that car i think that would be good but uh yeah interesting ones to keep an eye on probably aren't really gonna gonna shape much of your your betting season
0: for the most part no indeed um all right well then we will go over the cup series tomorrow and uh, give you some of the driver changes. Not quite as uh, as action packed as this one, but still some decent still moves. Yeah. yeah, obviously some drivers clearing out to make way for some new folks, and uh, yeah, new faces and new drives and new rides. Uh, and and then of course a gigantic leap from uh, Toyota or from Chevy to Toyota for an entire team. So we'll talk about that as well. So Cody, in the meantime, as we send everybody away, remind everyone where they can find you on social media.
1: Yep, follow me on the X at husk underscore zeb. find all my work over there. And, uh, yeah, let's do it again tomorrow. We'll talk about the Cup Series. Uh, excited for that. And, uh,
0: oh, man, we're getting close. We're inching there, Rod. Inching, inching, inching. I cannot wait for, uh, for the season to begin. Cannot wait to break it all down. Cannot wait for you to find me on X. Well, yes, find me uh, on Twitter. At RJ Gomez, link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether I'm in the club, uh, wherever it may be, just uh, follow me there. All right. Before I get in any more trouble and the law starts to come after me, we'll see you guys tomorrow with some Cup Series talk. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>